so I think it's very normal for me to think that everything is going to collapse and to doubt the system or to see it the way I do because I'm me I'm a writer, I observe, I'm aware and I know everything is temporary just a matter of how much compared to how long I'm alive, right? Will I have grandchildren? Something I think about a lot not that I don't want them, I do and I really hope you're listening to this one day and you learn from my experience as a very vulnerable human being as much as possible right? trying to write the way I do, formulating words the way I do, thinking the way I do, dissecting how I think the way I do, or trying to learn without that fear, being courageous, being having integrity, being honest, being truthful to yourself as much as possible with accordance with the universe, in accordance with it. Life has moved me a lot of places without consciously choosing to be there and a lot of points you're in there and you think this is exactly where I need to be and then a lot of points you you don't feel like you're exactly where you need to be and it's also fine because you're still where you are and that's where you need to be somehow it's fine it's fine life I'm 24 I don't know how I'll be like when I'm 40 I don't know how the world's gonna be like at any point and that's out of my hands what's in my hands right now which I think is funny because I tend to think you know because this is temporary because this is um, so fleeting maybe it's not important but now when it is very relevant it is rather important like money you know I don't know if money is going to exist in a hundred years but right now money is pretty much king so thinking about getting it in a smart way that creates value for others and solves a problem in one way or another is not a stupid thing to put your intelligence towards um and you can't do stuff with it, you know, so there's that. So yeah, I've reflected a lot the past week. You guys heard I got let go of my job. You know, I can't believe like I went in wanting to ask for a raise. I knew that the energy wasn't that good, but I also knew that if I were to be paid more, then I would be using that money better. I would be putting more time into learning better and I would go into work with a different attitude. I think, you know, another thing I thought, another thing I thought, another thing that I thought was how I was acting towards the responsibility given to me at work. Sometimes my bosses would give me very, very stupid tasks. Like my boss gave me a presentation. He's like, translate this presentation to translate these slides to English. And I did that. And, um, I don't know, at what point were you going to have me present to the client, you know, after six months, uh, we, we weren't moving closer to that. Because we were always in that training environment, being onboarded and whatnot, it was always like a silly game for me. And I'll, I'm treating what I'm given or what I'm doing right now as that silly game because we're still in that practice environment in one way or another. Even though I realize now that somehow the environment's never a practice one, but always a, it is always a practice one, but what you do, you know, I can send an email to the CEO of, of one of our clients without anyone knowing and, and telling him to suck it, you know, and then the company would lose a client. You know, what I do has consequences, positive or negative at any stage, you know, so you could hire someone with 15 years of experience and he can come into the company and start applying things almost immediately. 
and then you have me not applying things immediately because I still think that there's something that I need to understand before I need to apply something, even though there's some somehow nothing to understand rather than the actuality of the things itself and then just doing it. So I'm taking this time to be more organized in a few ways. Today was a very productive day for me. Just sat, uh, listened to good music, and, and I was messaging people. I was uh, going on LinkedIn, sending messages to people to ask them if I can see if I can be uh, a part of their network in one way or another. I'm thinking about going more into user research. And I talked to a very nice guy called Rakesh the other day, genuine guy, I met at an event. He's a coach in one way or another working on something called my life I met him at an event literally maybe nine ten months ago and we really felt I really felt like this was a genuine guy he's Indian very fluent very humble and I talked to him about how I hated another trainer that I found that I feel is just very much uh, fake and shallow and I don't think that's what training is and he really related and then he told me Khaled if you ever ever need anything from me if I can help in any way reach out let me know so when I was on this hiking trip with Jan and Johannes, we did take truffles, which was also a great uh, experience and a drug. I really enjoy it and like it. Why? Because I, t I feel like closer to nature and my nature with it. You know, like um, it's funny, Jan and Johannes didn't like the taste so much and I actually liked it. So I can see that this is my... I, I've, I've made this hypothesis before that some people on this planet are the ideals of certain drugs. Jan is the ideal of MDMA. You know, he has that empathy that's flowing and that energy and that beat. To, 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 he's beating on a high, high frequency, almost always. And I think that's the MDMA frequency. Me more, I think I'm the truffle ideal. <laughs> Not the shroom ideal, not the cocaine ideal, the truffle ideal, which is nature. Like I want to be that force of balance. I'm born on the 12th of June. I am Gemini. I see balance in everything about me. I see how I can be very stupid. I see how I can be very smart. I see how I can be very healthy, how I can be very unhealthy, bad and good. And I'm balancing my nature as much as possible to, to be truth moving as a force. So we went on this hiking trip, uh, went to Dresden first, and I ran into, I'm walk, we're walking in Dresden in like city centers uh, where the marketplaces are, and I see this girl walking by with blue hair and blue, yeah, with blue hair and blue lenses, contact lenses, and I'm like, I know this person. <laughs> I go to her, I stop her, and I turns out I went to school with her back in Jordan, and um, She's like two, three years older than me. Her brother was in my classroom and he was one of my bullies. But I, like, he, I think he's a good guy now. I don't know. I have the idea that he's not a dick. But he used to beat me out of his own idiocracy and frustration as a kid himself, you know, which is fine. Um, we talked a bit, she left. But I think it's just funny how I met this, saw her out of nowhere. And, and like, I like the fact that I, I notice things. But there is the chance that you walk by a place and someone you know passes by and you don't see them, uh, which can also happen. 
And so this is a funny thing about the world, how, you know, these intricacies, intricacies of, of inches or seconds that, that can change the course of the direction something can take so much. I find that interesting. And then we continued. We went on... Um, we hiked. A lot of things happened in the middle, like uh, us not stamping our tickets and almost being fined, but not being fined by the woman. How I woke up Johannes uh, at some point and he started speaking to me in Finnish. Jan woke up to give the tickets to the girl and, and then he pulled out the wrong tickets from his phone. He showed them the... Because he's, you know, when you wake up in a haze, it's such a funny state. He wanted to show them the e-ticket for the train we rode earlier from Berlin to Dresden instead of the paper ticket that we bought from Dresden to Königstein, which means King's Stone, which is so fucking cool. We got to the hostel, we had a 12-bed room for us three, <laughs> really, and it was so spacious and freeing being there. A good kitchen, a good everything, and then we hiked like crazy. I have the map with me right now. We were navigating by map. We took wrong routes and then circled back and, and continued. On the trip, like I started thinking about, you know, online courses again. Uh, you can throw workshops, Khalid, now that you don't have a job, you can try to make events and rent rooms and blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, not feeling so good about that. But I planned it out regard like when you're hiking, you can think a bit clearer and it's nice and the air is cleaner and there's water and there's trees and there's, you know, sounds, but silence. And you have close friends to you and you're on the top of a mountain and you lay on the stone and, and the sun's in your face and you can just feel centered with the earth again in a very, very real and nice way. I recommend it. Definitely. We went on a 13, 14 kilometer hike. The first day saw... Uh, the Bastaibrücke, it's called. It's nice. It's all right. You know, I, I don't think that it's the nicest thing that you can ever see, but it's a, it was a very refreshing thing. And the path was nice, and we ate good meals. I was struggling with something around this time. And that was my hunger. And I feel that somehow now. Like, I've been very healthy the last month. Now, not so much the last three days. But I, I was eating a lot of uh, vegetables, steamed vegetables per se, and yogurt and, uh, you know, occasional meat. But I was I was being very, very conscious and healthy and I could feel myself getting higher and higher. And close the day, the night before the trip, my body was like, Khalid, I want you to eat fried chicken. And I was I got that voice in a time where I was really listening to my body, you know? And that was the voice that I knew was right, really. And then I described it to Johannes, I'm like, listen man, maybe that because I know I'm gonna go hiking tomorrow, and I know I'm gonna get high tomorrow, like very high, I think my body wants to bring itself low down a bit and fill itself up with something like this now so that it can handle tomorrow in a better way. Which made sense, you know, but you know, who, know, who the fuck knows when it comes to arguments like this. All I know is that it was the voice that I like listening to and it was telling me that that's what it needed and I still didn't give that to it because my idea was this is bad and I want to stay strong somehow. And that wasn't helpful because, uh, okay, I didn't eat. I went to the supermarket to get like something to fry, but I didn't get something to fry. And I came back and we made some, some chicken hearts with, with uh, some veggies and, and uh, salad on the side, which, which wasn't that that nice. Um, what was the veggie we did on the side? Something green. 
I'm not so sure. And I ate that, I ate like 200 grams of chicken hearts with Johannes, even though normally I would have eaten like 400 and some noodles with, with like cheese and pesto. Um, but anyways, we went the next day and I got like cheese, a bar of cheese and sm a smoothie with me on the way from the main station. And then we went there and got there and everything. And on that day, we, we went shopping. We got things that we would need for the weekend, uh, a lot of, like dark chocolate. It was amazing. Uh, dark chocolate, 99%, you know, dark chocolate, and 85%, but the 99% one is just something else. We discussed in the train how, you know, the Bible wasn't written in English, even though for some reason my brain always made the assumption that it was written in English. And it was written first in Latin, at 300 after Christ, um, like, like AD and uh, then translated into English. So it was written properly 300 years after Christ even died, almost, and then, then it was translated again in English. And that was like an interesting discussion because how our brains really just believe something is just funny. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then we crossed the ferry. We went to a restaurant really like in a remote place the restaurant just cooks with natural ingredients and i saw the menu the menu was very very simple just every item had a few words and there was this goulash dish with meat and like the small beef cuts uh, goulash and i thought no you know i'll have something lighter but also with a bit of with a bit of that feeling that I had if I want something fried and disgusting. So I got a uh, potato soup with Würzchen, which is uh, which is basically sausage in German. So I got that. I got soup that had potato, carrots, and, and, uh, and some sausage cut up. And then the guys ordered the goulash dish, and oh, they got this bowl of like goulash. And potatoes and carrots in their soup too so I felt so disappointed that I'm eating such a light meal and they were eating such a nutritiously dense delicious meal and I tasted some of it it was amazing but Johannes was a bit selfish with with giving me like another spoon which I disliked but it's fine and um, yeah we carried on the hike went back got home again really late meditated cleaned ourselves up showered uh didn't eat i just ate a bit of bananas and some yogurt and a bit of my the shake that i now drink regularly that has a good amount of calories and protein and yeah i'm gonna try it for the next three months because i already paid for the subscription and then see how how that goes i got it good I like listening to songs on repeat when I work and, and flow and do stuff, which I pretty much did today. You know, took care of a lot of things that I thought were in my backlog. Have a friend of mine from back in Jordan, a girl that I wanted to hook up with basically back home. When I was like 19, we went to a hotel and we had a conference there in MUN and she was in my room and we could have made out, but I talked too much, I think, like tried to rationally kiss her, which doesn't work. She messaged me, she's like, I'm coming to Berlin this weekend, uh, let's let's do everything. So I'm going to go pick her up in like literally an hour and 15 minutes. I need 40 minutes to get there. Um, 
I fought with my roommate over text about cleaning the house, which I just thought we needed to fight, you know? Sometimes you just need to tell a person, just fuck you, and he was telling me, fuck yourself, and I was telling him, you fucking kid, and he was telling me, you're so complicated, and I, I don't care about your judgment, right or wrong, I don't care, leave me alone, I was like, but fuck you, I'm not your nanny, you need to clean your shit. <laughs> and then I saw him this morning, I'm like, hey man, how are you doing? He's like, yo bro, I'm good. <laughs> So I just feel like that was just nice, you know, getting that off of both of us because at some point when you live with a person, you just have energy that's stagnant about the person. You just need to let it out and just let it go, which is just awesome, I think. And like we fought before, uh, just like really once before, and it was uh, somehow similar to this. And then, you know, it resolves and it's nice. Uh, I like it. Um... Yeah, so we got back home, had a very light, uh, light, light dinner. Like I said, banana, a bit of yogurt, and then some of that drink. Because usually you, don't, you shouldn't eat when you eat truffles, but we were just exhausted and we had to have some energy in us. And it was already like 9 p.m. and I had woken up six at 6 in the morning with Johannes to, to catch the train and get there. And Jan woke up at like 5. So we all didn't sleep the entire day and then went on a, a very long hike and then got back home. So <clears throat> I was like, okay, guys, let's meditate. We meditated and while meditating, I was like, no, it's not smart to take the truffles. Now let's take them tomorrow. It was Friday. We were there Friday, Saturday, and we left Sunday morning. And this was Friday night. So I was like, we can take them on Saturday and then, you know, Friday night, we can cook a nice meal now, eat, sleep, and take them the next day. Uh, so while meditating, I thought, like, okay, actually, let's let's deny that. We actually sat in a semi-triangle circle. So everyone is at a point in a triangle, and we sat around each other, and then we meditated, uh, guided meditation together, which is really nice. I love these bros, you know, and it was I thought it was just nice that we meditated for 20 minutes with each other. And after, after the meditation was done, I was like, guys... We should probably take them tomorrow and they were like uh, both of them were like we see your reasons we understand but we're gonna take them tonight <laughs> yeah, and i was like I'm, I'm mentally prepared to take them and i've been preparing myself for this you know all day and johannes was of a similar opinion and that once we take them we wouldn't think that and and tomorrow is going to be hot and then we're going to have only sunday and sunday we have to leave and blah 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 so I was like, all right, I'm with the group. I'm, I'm listening to you guys. Because uh, I told them, like, when I laid my argument down, like, guys, we're tired. Let's eat, let's sleep, and let's do it tomorrow of being refreshed and having have slept well. Because, like, my body makes me, convinces me that if I don't sleep now, I'm dead. And then you sleep, and then you're, the time passes by, you know, very quickly. But no, we sat down, we had the truffles in front of us and we started taking them. There was, we had eight, we had 60 grams, we were three people, but each of them decided to take like 13 grams. I took the 15 and I kept the other 15 for me later because I liked it so much. And I think it's such a natural thing for me to take uh, rather often because it just brings me to a state of nature and being and oneness. Like how I later started stretching myself and my body, just listening to it at every moment and holding stretches for longer and just being in those stretches, not opening a YouTube video and watching someone tell me how to stretch for 20 minutes. No, I'm following what my body needs right now as it stretches. And you think and your thoughts are so aligned with your feelings and you know what you feel and why you feel it and why you think it. And 
you quickly realize and feel what feels right or more right and, and you go with that later in the day when we got back home I made myself a bowl of uh, of yogurt and I took so much like I took my time pulling out the yogurt from from the from the tub and putting it in the plate and feeling it and understanding it and yogurt's such a magical thing with the banana and the dark chocolate 99% on top and how Jan taught me how to like peel the banana and then cut the banana with the peel on your hand so you don't dirty your hand you cut the banana in the peel and then you drop all of the, the small pieces cut perfectly into the bowl I used to just pull out the banana break it with my hand dirty my hands wash them and then feel like like but this is so much more efficient you know I don't have wet hands afterwards that you have to dry on your pants which I usually do so yeah we walked out Johannes was like let's take a bit of salt so Jan had some salt on his hand that we were just taking a bit of uh, while we went out and I was dressed in, in very comfortable clothes you know my normal shoes uh, hiking pants that were just very comfortable and light and, and like a, a pullover let's say that's very long has long sleeves and it goes past the waist so it just covers your body in a nice way and at night is just perfect you know so I I had a bit of salt, tiny bit, and I was like, fuck right, my body really needs salt. This is after we ate the truffles when we left. But like, just one note is that we ate the truffles very slowly, actually, piece by piece. Uh, like you would eat nuts, you know, piece by piece, instead of just putting it all in my mouth, which uh, I don't know why before we sat down and wanted to eat it, it felt like such a heavy chore, you know, and now I have to eat all of these truffles at once. But it was so nice eating them piece by piece, chewing it properly, eating it properly, and then, um, and then heading out, and talking and joking as we ate them and everything. And then we went and we walked and we walked up to a place. Didn't like it, went down, and we still didn't feel anything yet. I had my timer on. I had my microphone, my small, small, small microphone, with me in my pocket. I haven't checked the audio yet, but like I have maybe three, four hours of audio from that night of us talking and feeling the trip and everything it was in my pants at the beginning and then I pulled it out and then I put it on I held onto it in my hand as if it was a part of me as I moved and talked and then it was on the bench and uh, no one dropped it you know Johannes slept above it and didn't drop it and we found a bench next to the river man the river is in front of us and the station is behind us and uh, there is a mountain to our left and the train moving past the mountain to our left too and the view was just amazing how the train would move and the sound and there was light from the, tr the train station directly on that bench so we had light on us from behind and we sat down me to the left Johannes in the middle Jan to the right perfect seating arrange arrangement Johannes was feeling a bit nauseous Jan talkative and me we were all talkative like we did escape our trip and we agreed on that we did escape our trip a little bit just but just by being with each other I'm talking to each other and we agreed next time we do something like this we take a bit of time at the beginning away so we can appreciate the intensity of the trip as it comes so that's rather very cool um yeah and then I felt it coming and it came and I remember like at the one hour and a half mark or two hour mark Johannes asked what's the time and then Jan looked at his watch and gave us the time and I was like no no that's not the time that matters and then I showed them the stopwatches that were been high for two two hours and we're like oh you know this is the time that matters and something along those lines this is the real uh, time right now for us but like how funny how I went from being tired and wanting to sleep and being hungry to 
I am life and nature and everything and I am unstoppable in that sense. And I started shadow boxing and my movements were so smooth and my kicks were smooth and my punches were smooth. And my mobility was just so in tune and my body was so flexible and fast. Or at least that's how it felt, you know, your nervous system is on fire in a different way, like you fed yourself something that's moving through you, you know, which is an experience that's amazing. I read about the drug before taking it, like this particular truffle was, would make you visualize a lot and stuff, and I was afraid of visualizing. But now I understand more what the nature of my visualizations is when it's a clean drug. I felt the drug in my body and I felt it, but I was lucid, not me, you know. I, I should never worry about not being lucid uh, when it comes to truffles specifically. You know, if it's a dirty or unclean drug, I don't know what it would do to me, but this wasn't that. This was really a natural thing. If I close my eyes, I'd see patterns and colors moving together. But if I open my eyes, maybe I'd see meshing or some vibration, but it was still clear and lucid and I was there. So the expectations of, of oh, I might hallucinate the, the truffles are called Valhalla, so maybe I'll reach Valhalla. But no, you know, just chill, chill out, man. You, your drug is you're in you, you're in the moment, and you know your body, and what your body is feeling is what you're feeling, and what's the experience, nothing more, nothing less. How it's moving and how, understand your flow right now and where you are, and just be there. So we stood there and talked and it was nice, you know, we talked in ways that we normally can't talk with friends and we talked about how we feel towards each other. They both felt like they have to give me feedback about myself from how they've known me, but they haven't seen me in a year and a half and I've been through a lot this past while. So I don't th think their feedback in that moment was actually very, very useful. I was in the flow and I was very, my ego was very all right with them telling me anything and I let them talk and everything, but still there wasn't any need for that I was like there is no frame but there, there is a frame there is a flow but it's not my flow but it's my flow but it's it's not my flow but it's my it's my flow but it's not my flow and life you know it's like that and I really liked how I was so calm and relaxed and funny and quick and all of that back then with two of my best friends taking this magical thing together after a very very long hike and being in nature I quickly realized I don't want to do workshops or anything like that I am willing to finish the online courses, of course, but uh, I do realize I'd like to move towards uh, user research more than anything and user experience. I think that that's something that I would do really well, uh, which also entails presenting a lot, which is something I think I do very well too and would like to be doing. That's the thing. Um, so I'm seeing how I can learn it, how I can apply it, who I can talk to for the journey and all of that. And uh, yeah. Messaging people, seeing that my words have impact, seeing that if I communicate myself genuinely, things like really communicate right, you know, what the thing, what the person is, what the thing is, what you are, and then bam, see what happens and have enough money for the next two months almost to cover. And I think the government can support me. I applied. They're sending me documents to fill out and then they'll let me know if they can send me money or not. The German government is sick like that um, in a good way <laughs> a very good way like sure I'm not happy about uh, the medicine how we treat medicine sometimes or you know a lot of other things but uh, when it comes to not letting people be homeless and trying to fix yourself if they see you trying to fix yourself then they, they help you and they support you and at least like there's a minimum of help that you know you will get at least which is great you know that minimum um, 
yeah i told her on the phone like i'm worried if i get help from the government that'll affect my chances for a citizenship and she's like you're really worried about that i'm like well yeah she's like no you know it's life <laughs> you've studied you've worked and you know you lost your job it happens and you'll get back into it and i'm like yeah you're right so that was just nice talking to them they're usually females on the on the line and they're sometimes very patient sometimes it's not but there were i talked to two women and two different agencies and they were both very very supportive so that was nice and i talked to iron hack boot camp where i might go i want to take writing workshops in september and i'm willing to pay for them and take work proper workshops with writers and just see what i can learn and dissect about my writing and just actually be in a community of writers and make that connection with writers uh all over the world or here in berlin you know very small classes these workshops seven seven classes each uh, max participants were i think eight or ten i'm not sure what i just said right now and one workshop would be about deep reading and how to analyze work and integrate it another is about writing itself fiction which i'm looking forward to even if just to meet like-minded writers who could give me feedback on my work you know maybe i will maybe i won't but regardless just taking this time two hours or three hours once a week but this would be six weeks where i take five hours every week two hours on wednesday three hours on when on thursday to improve my writing which i think is a very good investment and that's where i w- would want to put money in right now and that's money i can put in into myself and it's important to do that even if you don't think you have like i can go the path of ah oh, i don't have a lot of money i should spend nothing and just be a potato under sit under my desk and do nothing or just uh, prostitute myself by working nine to five for a job i don't like to make money to survive but no I want to put money into something that I care about and that's the only investment that really should matter, you know. I started thinking, Johannes told me he bought uh, cryptocurrency, like Ethereum and, you know, these uh, digital currencies. He bought some in March when the quarantine hit and now he made like three, four times his money already and that's helping him travel Europe. And I started thinking, you know, I could have done that then, I could have... You were where you were then and you did what you thought you could do then. There is now now and if you ever have the opportunity to put money like that in a smart way that you understand money that you can risk then yes do it but otherwise no you know and money in yourself like my cousin joked the other day Khalid you are the asset (laughs) Uh, don't worry about uh, your portfolio that's a lot of what happened of course i missed some things the next day we hiked and it was even more beautiful than what we saw the first day and you know after effects of the drug slept wonderfully woke up wonderfully but the second night when i slept again i slept pretty bad which is fine Uh, i'm thinking about doing a dopamine detox the next week or two where i wake up and just do literally nothing all day besides meditation and reading and drinking water I'm thinking of doing that for two days rather than one, maybe even three. But I have to see like what's important and what needs to get done. And I want to just organize how I write so I can write in a better structure and have like weekly, I should have this organized this week. I should have this read this week. I should have this online course, this much of it edited this week. Just work week by week of things that I can do. Like we learned that at the job by doing our scrum sure um, it applied more to the engineers because they had tangible tasks that they should get done every week for us it was more flexible 
but I'd apply it to my life right now, but not in the same way. Just that I think if I worked week by week and I took a step at least towards things week by week without feeling like, oh, I have to finish the online course and just having that in my mind just feels colossal and, and uh, uh, untackable, I'd say. But when I say, you know, a smaller task that I just want done by the end of this week, and if I get this task done by this week, I'm good. Uh, as I continue to write and learn and find a job and do all the other things, then I'm happy. Uh, I downloaded two books, one about grit and one about habit that I want to read. And I think just get the fundamentals down again and find myself again in that sense is, is really, really valuable. All right. Love you. Love myself. Habibi Khalid. Hayati. Uh, I have to see how the journey continues and how I want to shape it all together, right? This book is happening and I am running out of time somehow, right? I am 24 and it will take time for this to happen. It will happen and I just need to be there as it does as much as possible. I love you all. I love you, Khalid Habibi. Ma'as-salam, yeah. Take care.